It is time for another edition of the Low J Book Club, and we've got, we're so excited to meet uh, Nina Simon is joining us, and we uh, read her book. It, it just came out a couple of weeks ago, Mother Daughter Murder Night. It's a fantastic page turner. Hi, Nina. Hi, Nina. Hi, it's so great to be with you. You too. I just want to add in that your Reese Witherspoon's book club pick for September. You've already been optioned for something, a TV show or a movie. You were also on the top 10 of every list. This is your first novel. What does that feel like? (laughs) It's just a dream. And, you know, I mean, I wrote this book for my mom as a love letter to her when she was dealing with a really tough cancer diagnosis. And for us to be together, for her to be well, and for us to be enjoying all of this terrific reader response, it's just more than I ever could have hoped for. Well, I mean, the story is so good. So give people yes. the setup of Mother Daughter Murder Night. What the what the story is about, please. Yeah, so Mother Daughter Murder Night is a big-hearted mystery. It's about three strong women, a grandma, a single mom, and a teenage girl who work together to solve the murder of a naturalist who washes up on their doorstep in the Monterey Bay of coastal California, which is where I live. And I like to say it's both a family drama and a traditional cozy mystery. So um, this is a great story for you if you love heartfelt stories of women coming together, but also if you like the twists and turns and figuring out the puzzle of a mystery. Yes. And you do take us to the very end. I mean, this it's such a fun read. And I think the multi-generations is really cool in how... You know, you your mother was diagnosed with cancer, and during that time, you know, you quit your job to take care of your mom. And so how you guys shared this love of reading mysteries and how you came up with the idea to write a book, that's pretty amazing. It's been so special. And, you know, I really, in the beginning, I had no idea that someday this would be a published book. In the beginning, I was just trying to write a story that would make my mom smile. Oh. You know, the main character, the grandma... Um, who's sort of this outrageous take-charge woman, really was kind of the superhero that we needed, you know. While my mom um, was struggling with cancer and being pushed around by doctors, this character, Lana Rubicon, who gets cancer, is pushing the doctors around, you know. My mom was in bed, but Lana was leaping out of bed to solve the crime. And so for us, it was such an escape and source of comfort and joy to write this story and now to share it with people. Uh, I mean, and, and Lana is, she's, she's, a, she's a great Buster. character. She is. I, I could envision her. I I know that um, she's too old a player, but you know who would have been, would have been great as Lana would be Joan Collins. Would have been a great mm-hmm. Lana. <laughs> it's, Absolutely. It's, Absolutely. It's so much fun. Um, okay. So, just take us a little bit through the process. So you wrote this in 2020. I mean, you were a former NASA engineer and a museum director and a naturalist. And you start writing. And you start writing. Did you run it by people? Were you part of a writer's group in Santa Cruz? Or how does it get published? And how do you get Reese and the New York Times and everybody else and sell it so quickly? You know what? This was- my it was my first novel but it feels like it's my fifth career and at first I really was just writing for my mom and it was about us having this intimate connection during a hard time but 
as I went on, I was finding, finding myself falling in love with the writing. So in the beginning, you know, I would sit on my mom's bed with her. I would type while she slept. And then when she woke up, I would just slide the laptop over to her. She would read. I'd go make her breakfast. And I'd come back and we'd talk about the story. We'd talk about what happened. We'd brainstorm about what should happen next. Um, so my mom was really my first reader on everything. Mm. And then as she started doing better um, in terms of illness, you know, I started getting curious about whether this might be my next uh, stage of my career. And so, yeah, I uh, reached out to friends to have them read it and give them cr- give me critical feedback. I read a ton about how to write great novels. And then I was able to find a terrific agent who in turn gave me a crash course in improving the book. We sold it to William Morrow, and my editor there taught me so much more about writing. And um, so I feel so blessed that I feel like I've been able to learn and grow uh, as I've been writing this book. And then, you know, for Reese Witherspoon to select it for her book club, um, for so many readers to respond and go out and buy it and, and read it. And I've talked to so many people, too, who say, gosh, I read it and then I bought a copy for my mom or I bought a copy for my daughter. And I know of a lot of families reading it together, which has just been such a joy. And so, I mean, I think that I feel incredibly lucky that this has happened. I poured my heart into this book and I think that some of that heart is shining through. I oh my gosh, so. it's so much fun. The book is Mother Daughter Murder Night. The author is Nina Simon. And your wonderful person who we work with is Kathleen Carter, who we just... She works with everyone great, so you are so lucky to have her on your side. Um, what did it feel like when it got sold to be something by um, Is it a limited Aaron Kaplan that you're going to be yeah. something? <laughs> yeah. I mean, so it got options for film and TV um, right before the writer strike happened. So it's sort of like we made the deal and then everything shut down and mm-hmm. got quiet. And as you know, the writer strike has just ended. And so I just got an email from them this morning that they're so excited um, to take it forward. And, you know, especially having grown up in Los Angeles, um, I, I'm just honored that they're interested. It is a very long shot that a book will actually turn into a show or movie. But honestly, I feel like this whole book story has been a long shot. It's a long shot that I would write it, that my mom would feel well and strong, you know, that we would hit the New York Times bestseller list. So (laughs) so I'm continuing to root for us um, to continue to do some extraordinary things. Yeah. Even if it's likely to happen. I I know. I see it as soon as I... The last page, and I've got to say that, Nina, you, you kept me up... Way past my usual bedtime because I'd just be like, okay, I'm just going to read one more chapter. I'm just going to read one <laughs> so more good. chapter. It's very compulsively a page turner that way. But the last page, when I finished it, I thought this would be such an amazing limited series. You know, because you did got, come in today. I did. I was just she, like, and we read so many books. Yeah. I mean, we can't even tell you. Um, but she came in today. Oh, I see this as a limited series in the setting. Julie, I've been there. I've been. To, and yeah. my sister used to live in Santa Cruz. So we're yeah. feeling that whole West, you know, and then yeah. to have, close to, by. To have uh, you know, a woman in her late 50s, a woman in her 30s, yeah. and then a teenage yeah. girl. I mean, that is so good. To me, it feels like I don't know what the pitch was that your people were doing, but it's like, Gilmore Girl meets Murder, She Wrote or something. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. I've heard that. Or Gilmore Girls meets Only Murder in the Building. Some people say, too. Okay. There's a lot of you know, lightness in this. Yeah, you know, and you bring up the setting. I mean, I love writing about these three women, but I also love this 
spooky, eerie, beautiful setting of this marine preserve called Elkhorn Slough, which is in the Monterey Bay. It's one of the top 10 wildlife viewing places in North America. Oh, really? But it's kind of a gem. And mm-hmm. so, uh, you know, it was such a fun place to get to write about because it's a place I love. And I love that it's getting shared um, with readers who might come visit it someday. Yes. Too. Although hopefully when they go kayaking, they will not find any dead bodies. <laughs> right. 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 Otters. Okay. Birds, yeah. Do you think, Nina, that you would continue with Lana and Beth and Jack, or do you think you'll go in a completely different direction, or is it even too soon? You know, to some extent, it's too soon. You know, a lot of this depends on how readers respond to these women. And I'm really of two minds of it, because on the one hand, I would love to write more adventures with these women. I would love for them to solve more crimes. On the other hand, you know, this is my first novel, and I wrote it for a very personal and yeah. idiosyncratic reason. And so I believe that I'm starting a new journey, and I hope that there are many books ahead of me. Um, and I think that I'll continue to write about teams of strong women solving crimes, maybe committing some crimes. Um, mm-hmm. But um, really, right now, enjoying connecting with readers who love Mother Daughter Murder Night and learning more about what matters to them, and exploring, you know, what are the next stories that I want to tell. Where's the best place for people to follow you? Do you have an author page or Facebook or Insta? Or what do you, where, where do you direct people? Absolutely, yeah. So as a new author, I love hearing from people who are connecting with the book. Um, you can find me online at my website, ninaksimon.com. I'm also on all the social media at, at Nina K. Simon. Um, if you want to hear back from me, Instagram is the best okay. place. But anywhere you want to put in an at Nina K. Simon, you will find me. Okay. Okay. So, Nina, here's here's the question we ask everybody, all of our authors. Um, what is the last great book you read or the book you recommend to everybody? I'm going to recommend another lighthearted family mystery with some really humorous parts, which is Dial A for Aunties by Jesse Q. Sutanto. This book came out a couple of years ago, but it is such a blast. It is about a Chinese-Indonesian family with a young woman and four meddling aunties and a dead body in the trunk of a car when they have to cater a wedding. It has Weekend at Bernie's vibes. It has Crazy Rich Asian vibes. <laughs> and I love it. Just, it was the book that made me laugh for the first time after my mom got sick, and it was the book that inspired me to try and bring lightness and joy Aww. into Mother. Oh, I love this. Dial A for aunties. And this is Mother Daughter Murder Night. What a treat for us to meet you. And um, hopefully we'll be hearing from you soon with your next book or watching whatever's we'll, going to we'll happen see on what the happens TV. With, yeah, what happens with the book. And, and your mom is doing well? Um, my mom is doing well. She is following every step of this. I'm going to tell her about the show as soon as I get off the phone <laughs> with you. And, um, you know, for us, it's such a gift. And, and that's the thing I want to share, too, is that you're dealing with something hard like this in your family. It doesn't have to be writing a novel, but yeah. finding a creative project, finding something to choose and lean into with joy during a time of pain. I mean, for us, it has been the greatest gift to our own healing and connection mm-hmm. to be able to come together around mother daughter murder. Yeah. Night. Oh, that's that's so really sweet. great that's advice. Wonderful. Oh my gosh. I have goosebumps over that one. This was <laughs> so lovely to meet you, Nina. 
Oh, it's my pleasure. And thank you. I hope people love the book. Yeah. And we'll send you an MP3 of this as well. Yeah. Because people yep. podcast our book club All the time. Uh, things. And so, awesome. yeah. And so Grant, awesome. will, Grant will take care of you. Um, thanks for okay. your time.